Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, it's your girl T, and welcome back to my podcast, Purposely Bossing Up. I want to know, what did you guys think about the month of November? We talked about arts, culture, visual arts, and media. And we had amazing guests like Keandra Lockett, Sequoia Winter, Jim Renner, and Mike Robb. And they're all doing amazing things on purpose and for a purpose. So, of course, that was the month of November. So now let's get into December, where the theme is purpose through fashion, beauty, and empowerment. Let's get into this interview with my girl, Tiffany Jones-Lewis. She's a women's fashion designer who was born in Memphis, Tennessee. Her fashion journey began at the age of 14 when her mother invested in her first sewing machine. She is tall, y'all. She is 6'1", and she became interested in sewing when she found it difficult to shop for clothing that fits her tall frame. Focused on everyday wear... She specializes in pants and jumpsuits for women 5'9 and taller. Her goal has always been to help women feel beautiful day to day without the stress of shopping. She joined the military in 2011 and later finished her college journey online. She graduated with her business degree from the University of Memphis in 2016. This was the start of bringing her creative skills into an official business. So she began the journey of TJL Collection, a brand named after her father, Jones, and her husband, Louis, who pushed her to believe that she could start her own brand. She loves to connect with women through events, and she has produced more than 10 fashion shows, hosts numerous networking events, and hosts an annual vision board party. She believes that confidence starts from the inside and radiates out. So now let's get chatting with our girl, Tiffany Jones-Lewis. Hello, Tiffany. Hi, how are you? I am good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You are so it. welcome. Yes, 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 yes. I'm excited about this conversation because I can relate to some of the things that you do. So this mm-hmm, would be perfect. Mm-hmm. This would be perfect. Yeah. So <laughs> like I tell people all the time, um, I always start my podcast off with the question, what does purpose mean to you? Hmm. Oh, purpose. I think purpose is like what you were ordained to do. Like I personally believe God intricately created each and every one of us and he instilled certain things in us. And literally like you almost go stir crazy if you don't get that thing out of you. You know, that's your purpose. That's what, that's exactly what you're supposed to be doing. That's what I think purpose is. Mm -hmm. That is so true because I actually have a girlfriend who I met four years ago, four years ago, working on five. Oh my gosh, it's been that long. Four years ago. Mm -hmm. And I was just searching Eventbrite to, you know, go to different events and stuff because I Mm -hmm. love Eventbrite, just searching Mm -hmm. stuff. And Mm -hmm. um, I came across this um, women's empowerment brunch. So I said, oh, you know what? I'm going to get a crew of my girlfriends and we're going to drive from Philly to Baltimore. (laughs) 
Oh, so (laughs) we get to Baltimore and Mm -hmm. um, everybody like, yeah, y'all, these girls came from Philly. Mm -hmm. And we all have been tight since then. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. she was telling everybody, you know, people was asking like, what made you do this brunch? And her first Mm -hmm. brunch, she had over 150 people. Wow, that's a lot of guests. Right. Mm -hmm. So she was saying she couldn't sleep at night. God Mm -hmm. would not allow her to sleep. She mm-hmm. had to get up and put the plan together. Mm-hmm. She said mm-hmm. she cried because she was trying to figure out what he was telling her. Mm. And I can knew. so relate to that. And she said she knew that she had to do this mm-hmm. specific event for a specific mm-hmm. reason. And, you know, of course, mm-hmm. God would unveil that to her mm-hmm. as time mm-hmm. went on and on. But, yeah, I I know because he'd be mm-hmm. giving me ideas at night. Yeah. And I'd be like, all right, come on. <laughs> yeah. You want me to cut on yeah. my computer? What you want me mm-hmm. to do? <laughs> mm-hmm. Even the podcast, I'm sure it was something that you was itching to do, you know? Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, my gosh. So I always mm-hmm. ask my guests, what is one word you would use to describe yourself and why? Oh, I think I would probably say I'm a discoverer. Mm. I think that over the years, like my journey, you know, I've been just like discovering and discovering, discovering. I, I think I like pulling back the layers of life, you know, and I'm adventurous. So I, I like to just try it, just go for it. You know, if I fall on my tail, I just do, you know, I just do whatever. Listen, yep. I understand because it's like, all right, well, if you don't do it, you'll never know what the end of the result yep. is going to be. So yeah, go ahead and do it. See if it works. Mm-hmm. If it don't work. Okay. I did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I understand. So Mm -hmm. can you tell our listeners what inspired you to start the TJL collection? Like, what's the backstory on that? What inspired you to do that? Yeah, TJL really is, it's a continuation. So I've been in business almost six years now. And then I always tell people, like, it's okay to change your mind in business. You don't have to keep the same business that you started with. Because Mm -hmm. I started selling hair first. And then I realized, okay, Tiffany. That's not you, you know, <laughs> that's not you. Then I, I got into fashion and I had a boutique. But, you know, again, I'm six one, So my customer base is like taller women. I focus on taller women. I'm six one. I have five sisters who are over five nine. So I was selling this stuff and I just kind of realized like, okay, I can't fit it. Like the length, you know, I can't fit it. My sisters can't fit it. So I was always like hunting for models. I never felt that attached to the brand. I didn't love it, you know, because I didn't, I didn't wake up and put the brand on in the morning. And one of my good girlfriends, she was like, you don't never wear your clothes. I was like, it's because I can't fit them. I sell them, but I can't fit them. Mm. So I went, I stopped cold turkey. One day I was just downstairs. I was crying. I told my husband, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I just stopped. I shut my site down, sold everything off. I went to fashion school and I was like, I need to learn how to create myself. So I went to school, you know, did that for a little while. And then, you know, I started designing myself. And now, like, I wake up excited about it. And I feel like that's where my heart is now. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. First of all, you Mm -hmm. said you have how many sisters in all your old five nine? It's five. It's six of us and all. Mm -hmm. And we are a tall clan. (laughs) <laughs> oh, so my God. you know, just even that alone, my mom is tall. My mom is five ten. Oh, you wow. know, yeah, my godmother is six foot. She wears size thirteen. I wear size eleven. So we a tall family, you know. And it's just like we. I realize it's not a space for us out there in fashion either. You know, you can't go in the store 
in any store, you really and find like a tall section, you know. So that is true. That is very true. Because I'm five ten. Um, yeah, and it's very. And I'm hard. sure you struggle, girl. I'm and sure I got curves. I got yeah. curves. So it's yeah. really hard. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, the pants fit in the length, but they don't fit at the waist, and it's yeah. just like, yeah, it's so yeah. much work. So when you find that one brand or a couple mm-hmm. brands that you can wear mm-hmm. them clothes, you gotta stick with them. Yeah, you do. The problem is though, they don't always diversify looks. Yep. That's what I realized. And I, and then so you end up settling. Like you settle because it fits and it's like, okay, I know it's gonna be long enough. I'ma just settle. Like I wanted to normalize fashionable pieces too. Mm-hmm. You know? You should be cute and tall, not just settling. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. It's so true. Oh my God. That's the story of my whole entire life. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, I know the struggle. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> did you have any like role models or mentors growing up and did they change over the years? Yes, I did. I think um, as far as like me being confident in myself, you know, I told you I come from a tall family. So the women were really good about, I never felt too tall. You know, I was mm-hmm. always comfortable in it. It's just really the world kind of is what like they do it to you. You go out, they be like, how tall are you? You know, and don't let you wear mm-hmm. heels. You know, <laughs> they like, how tall are you? You know, but honestly, like my, my foundation, we were, I was so comfortable in myself. You know, my mom, my godmother, like just, just my family, my core, they really made me feel comfortable you know, in, mm-hmm. within myself, I think, as far as, like, the confidence. And I think business-wise, you know, I had um, did eight years in the Navy before, you know, I started this oh, wow. and stuff. So, you know, having really good people, I think it, that structured me a lot, too. Like, really good mentors in the military that structured me to, like, kind of mm-hmm. have my focus and be able to do what I wanted to do, you know. So, yeah, but I, I think to just answer the question, my mom, my godmother, like, you know, they they were, like, really great examples in my life. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. You know, and it's good to have that support system. And, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's unfortunate that some people don't always have the support mm-hmm. system that they mm-hmm. want. But then as you get older, you get the support mm-hmm. system that you need. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some people, mm-hmm. like I say all the time, some people have to go through those trials and tribulations mm-hmm. in the beginning when nobody's around mm-hmm. in order to develop who they are as an individual. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it's very, very important. You know, everybody's yeah. not blessed to have role models and mentors growing up. Yeah, and I get sure. it. I understand it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. long as you get older and you start looking up to certain yeah. people, whether it was a teacher or mm-hmm. a neighbor or mm-hmm. whomever, you mm-hmm. know, it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It definitely works. So what do you feel was your biggest challenge to get where you are today? I think my biggest challenge, like mentally, was like being able to hear God and tone everybody else out. Because mm-hmm. I I walked away from my Navy career and people thought I was crazy. I was like, I'm going to get out of the Navy to like go do fashion. And I think mentally that was so hard on me. Even as I was, like, signing my stuff over and kind of, like, turning my uniforms back in, I was, like, kept saying, like, Lord, am I hearing you the right way? (laughs) You know, am I really hearing you? Like, I feel it, but am I hearing you? And I think, like I said, I had to get out and then still go to school. Like, this wasn't a quick turnaround. Mm -hmm. So I think mentally it was so challenging to, like, make sure I tuned in on God and heard him the right way. And I turned off all the other people with their fears and their doubts about 
going to school and starting over and stuff like that, you know, because people mm-hmm. aren't always comfortable with you doing something different, you know? Yeah. So mentally, that was probably hard, the hardest thing, just to make sure. I cried so much because I was like, Lord, I hope I'm hearing you right. And I hope I'm making the right decision. Right. You know, it was like no turning around. You can't just go back, you know. Yeah. And that means no. leaving like, you know, benefits, you know, a check. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that that's probably that was the scariest thing. Yeah, that is a scary moment, you know, like, like you said, like something that was consistent to leave Mm -hmm. that and then go to something where you don't know Mm -hmm. how you're going to do, you know, you Mm -hmm. don't know if everybody's going to need your services, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So I agree. I definitely Mm -hmm. agree 100%. So along the lines of that, what is your meaning of success? And what do you consider maybe your biggest success? And it can be professionally or personally. Mm-hmm. I think I'm finding success through one realizing like just talking to you like mm-hmm. we had never met each other so it's like just knowing that it's other tall women out there and when we get to talking we be like girl where you been at <laughs> and I'm learning <laughs> that it's really honestly just about like I just had a customer the other day she was six nine she didn't have any pants what? in her closet she what? was six yes Yes. She played basketball? Had, no. <laughs> no. And but I had I met some women that are Olympic players and in the WNBA so far. And like God is just opening up and opening up the, the door for me. So I think like that to me is so satisfying because I'm like, where y'all been there all my life? Mm-hmm. And I think now that I know that I'm truly providing a service that people really need it. That to me is like success, you know, it's so much bigger than the money. It's like literally like they be proud to wear my stuff, you know, like oh one girl told me I have, I did some, I did a custom suit for a girl. She was six, seven. And she mm-hmm. told me she had never worn a suit before in her life, wow. you know, and that, that gives me so much joy, yeah. you know? Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. that's amazing that's amazing mm-hmm. but you it's so crazy because you know like as a kid you know you go through the tall girl struggle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then when you get older it's come now trying to find clothes mm-hmm. but now you have um parted ways and went to the top where now you're designing and customly mm-hmm. making these and um these mm-hmm. pieces and mm-hmm. there is a is a is a population of people who need it your services. i tell people all the time when you create a brand or a business it's either because you went through something personally or yeah. your business is an answer to a question mm-hmm. or an answer to a problem. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's like, you have mm-hmm. so many people you can target. Like you said, athletes, athletes mm-hmm. definitely a must Yeah, yeah. Okay. They are. They are. They are. <laughs> Girl, they so yes. tall. These mm-hmm. athletes and, and models. And yeah. uh, it's just like, you know, like you, you get those kind of tall um plus size mm-hmm. models but then majority of the time you're getting the tall thin yeah. models yeah so it's yeah. like it's 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 a it's a whole audience mm-hmm. for you boo it's, it's mm-hmm. out there it's definitely mm-hmm. out there i'm high i'm high yeah i'm finna get me some pieces made okay <laughs> yes yes i know the struggle i do all too oh well oh my gosh mm-hmm. oh my gosh so you do events Mm because you're an event planner as well so you do Mm -hmm. events so Mm -hmm. what made you start doing events you know by women for women I went to um because I like I like event writing stuff like you said earlier I went to what what was supposed to be a women's empowerment event it wasn't empowering it was like clicks of women they didn't speak 
And just like you, you was like, I'm going to grab my girls. And, and for me, like, I was the only person, you know. I wanted to create a space to where, like, if you didn't have a friend, that you would still come, right? Like, mm-hmm. you didn't feel like you were sitting at a table by yourself and nobody spoke to you and nobody said mm-hmm. anything. And I didn't like that atmosphere. So I was like, okay, let me let me create events and reshape this thing. And so even now, like one of the things I do, um, my guests can always expect at my events is like whoever you came with, you you end up sitting next to somebody totally different. Mm-hmm. And it's to start breaking that up, breaking that whole I'm only gonna turn my back to my friend and never speak to anybody else in the room because that's not networking. That's not what that nope. means. Um, everybody isn't as extroverted as, you know, I am. So mm-hmm. you still have to account for the introverted woman too and the shy and this and that. So that was really what made me begin to like, you know, start having different events and doing things in a different way. I didn't like how I felt when I attended certain people's empowerment events or whatever mm-hmm. have you. Mm-hmm. No, but that's a good that's a good way to um to change kind of like the narrative. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. I we always ask questions, especially as event curators. What do you expect when you go to mm-hmm. a conference? What do you expect when you're going to an empowerment event? Or, what, you know, what do you expect when you're going to a workshop? And these mm-hmm. key things that people are telling you are so important. So it sucks to go somewhere and not really kind of like enjoy yourself or mm-hmm. listening to mm-hmm. repetitive information that you know you hear all the time mm-hmm. when you go to these type of events. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad, you know, you took that upon yourself and went on here mm-hmm. and just created something for yourself that you know mm-hmm. will work for women who may have been in the same shoes as you. Mm-hmm. It's like you leave with nothing. You left with no network, you know, even if it's a conference, like you left with no network. Or even when people, I've gone to like business conferences, they didn't a lot for time for us to network either. The whole conference was us sitting down, listening. And it's like, you didn't a lot for networking, truly networking, you know, and stuff. So I'm real conscious of that when I, when I do things, you know, the things that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So how do you know we're in an era right now where we're doing a lot of um, self-love and self-care? So what are some ways that you practice self-care? I journal a lot. I write a lot because my, I have a, a busy mind. I even created a journal. I have a journal that I sell on my website as well. And my mind is like all over the place. And a lot of times, like, because I'm a creative, you know, I'm always thinking, but sometimes it's hard to tone it down. I was just mm-hmm. telling my husband the other day, like the things that I used to do to get out and get, I can't do those. Like stuff is closed and it's not safe. So it's like, I've been mm-hmm. writing a whole lot. I've been taking care of my hair and skin more, just like trying new products and, you know, watching more YouTube. I'm not, um, I'm feminine, but I'm not a girly girl. So I've been learning like different things and just watching more YouTube channels just to like take care of me and do fun stuff for me and stuff. Um, Of course, I think we've all had to paint our nails or do something with our feet at some point, you know? (laughs) I'm learning so much. So, you know, I guess I'm just learning to like take time and like if I want to stay in the shower longer or take a bath longer, that I can Mm -hmm. do that too, you know? And just really... Um, I've been watching more online messages because, you know, it's more churches virtual now. So I've been tuning in to more services too. So I think, you know, that's really what I've been trying to do. Like tune in to me. Yes. Mm -hmm. Everybody's been talking about skincare. Mm -hmm. Like you're literally the third interview I did today. (laughs) 
and you, you all have talked yeah. about skincare, mm-hmm. but that is the truth. Like I mm-hmm. really like I have combination skin, so I have to be mm-hmm. careful with mm-hmm. all the type of things you know I put on my face. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I found a girl right here in Philly who makes everything by hand. Wow, you have she, to send me her stuff. Yes, I will. And she makes amazing products. Like mm-hmm. I use, she gave me her turmeric face scrub. I mm-hmm. do once a week. Oh wow! She gave me her turmeric soap, which I wash my face with twice a day. I have. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because the the oil sitting right here on my table. Yeah, is an oil Send me that her I use. Info. I need yes, it. a toner. Oh my yeah. gosh, this she does <laughs> yes. everything. She has a makeup. Yeah. Yes, I'm definitely gonna send you her stuff. But yeah, yeah taking that. care of your skin and your mm-hmm. body and everything is so mm-hmm. important. You know, mm-hmm. even with the things that you eat, like people have to understand some of the things mm-hmm. that you eat can mm-hmm. also dictate how you feel. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know how, like, you know, us as colored people, we always mm-hmm. call, oh, you eat a big meal. Oh, I'm so yeah. tired. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Um, the <laughs> I need to take a snap and all this yeah. other stuff. But mm-hmm. people don't even, see, I'm a health educator as well. So a lot okay. of people don't even understand that um, when you're eating a lot of food and you're consuming a lot, it takes a lot of energy. That's why you're tired. It's not yeah. the food that made you tired. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. way that the amount of food that mm-hmm. you're eating and it, it, mm-hmm. you exert so much energy. Like my grandma yeah. always told me, if you eat your food slow, you enjoy it more. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a good one. Me. That's a good that's one. Slow down. Me. Girl, <laughs> you know, like, that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Food definitely has a lot to do with because I know we've all been fighting it up and down. I know I have. I girl focused on the, you know, working out and then some just takes over and for a couple of days I just won't do anything, you know. And before I knew it, I'm back up three pounds again. Girl. You know, every so time, every mm-hmm. time, every time, girl. I know the struggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what is one girl. tool or resource that you use every day that you cannot live without? Probably my planner. I, I have to write things down. Like, mm-hmm. I use my phone reminder, but, you know, I need to write. Like, and then, you know how you be driving and be like, ooh, I don't know if you got kids, but, like, my daughter got something for her birthday this month. I was like, I got to get her cake Friday and I got to do this. <laughs> so I have to, like, give myself a daily to-do list and check some stuff out, get a few things done throughout the day. You know, I daily I need to plan. I need to plan. That's the only way I can get through, you know, everything, you know. Yeah. So that's I think I think for me I need to to get myself situated in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know about the planner life. I, I have mm-hmm. a lot of planners, and then I mm-hmm. still put notes in my phone. Yeah, I got stuff yeah. all on my calendars. People are like, how many calendars you got? I got like five. Yeah, I need them all. <laughs> I need all of them. Lord, I got a calendar for for bookings, for coaching sessions. Mm-hmm. I got a calendar for mm-hmm. the podcast. I got a cal- my regular phone calendar. I yeah, just put everything yeah. in. Your life for everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, can you tell our listeners and well, some viewers, can you um let us know about any upcoming projects or events that you may be taking, you know, partaking in? Yes. Yeah, so, um, I'm doing what's called a confidence camp. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a confidence camp, um, November first, but it's going to be annual. It's for teen girls, ages 13 through 18, um, mm-hmm. that are tall. It's no high requirements, but moms know when their girls are tall, okay? So it's like, you know, so we're doing it there, um, and I have 
some keynote speakers. It's going to be virtual, but eventually we'll get to doing it in person once things open back up. But Mm -hmm. it's really um, a space, a safe place for tall teenage girls. Like you said, they don't have moms like I did, but just have mentors. Every every one of my speakers is over 6'1". Okay. Um, so we're going to be doing that, that camp. I have my fashion shows annually every year, but, you know, COVID has done some weird things. So, but next year, I definitely plan to do some um, more fashion events in Dallas. Um, and November next year, we already planning to have a tall girl meetup in D.C. And we're going to do a wine and food. I have a chef and we're going to just wear our heels and be tall in one room and dance the night away. Yes. <laughs> I am ready for that, honey. Yes. I'm coming with my full five inch heels on yes. that day. <laughs> yes, please do because you won't, you, you probably be a shorter one in the room. <laughs> so, you know, we're doing this. I'm really working and looking forward to um 2021 just because this year, but this is a good time to just reflect but definitely my camp November 1st for teenage girls is going to be okay. um, very, very uh, big, you know. And so I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's um, that's dope. I like that mm-hmm. idea. I wish people had stuff like that when I was a kid. Exactly. You know? I think we all say that. You know, even my speakers said, I wish someone would have, you know, it's like it makes a difference to know that you're not just tall and awkward in high school. Right. You know? I was the tallest girl in elementary school. Yeah. I, it was crazy. Like, I really, mm-hmm. I had a, like, my mom had me tested because she think I was, like, developing too fast. Yeah. So she, like, I don't know what's wrong with my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can only imagine. Yeah. So, you know, that that's really my work right now, just to awesome. continue pushing confidence, pushing us to, you know, be comfortable in our own skin too, you know, and um, have things to wear every day that you don't have to second guess and question and all of those things. So, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Oh my gosh. So how can our listeners find you on social media? So my Facebook page is TJL Collection. And then my um, Instagram is TJL underscore collection. And my website is TJLcollection.com. Awesome. 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 So before we go, can you let our, can you give our, our listeners a piece of advice in regards to bossing up, not just in business, but also in life? Trust your intuition. Trust your good. You know, if you, if you trust like what it is that you have, then that to me lets me know God already equipped you to be able to do it. So you're going to be successful in it. Like boss up and trust yourself, boss up and be confident, like stand up, you know, stand up for yourself once, you know, once in a while and do what it is that you want to do. Wife, mom, sister, whatever, daughter, you know, I know it's hard with when you kind of got those, sometimes it's family, sometimes it's spouses. They don't always see the vision, but you know, Trust you. I'm sure, like, whatever it is you're feeling, it's, it's going to be good, you know? Yeah. That's what I would say. Yes, trust your gut, y'all. Trust your gut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was amazing <laughs> having you on here today. Yes. 
Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. You are so welcome. I hope everybody was writing down all the gems you were dropping, how they can connect with you on all your future events and keeping up with everything that you're doing. So with that being said, I hope everybody has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose. Yes. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.